0: Hello, hello! Welcome! Welcome to Courageously Kind. I'm Maddie. And I'm Lance. Thank you for joining us today. For another wonderful episode. Today's episode is going to be a bit serious. Very important to us. Very near and dear to our hearts. And something that we feel really passionate about. Yeah. So, if you only listen to one of our episodes, let this be. Yes, most important. (laughs) Today we're talking about face equality. I know that that is a concept that not a lot of people are actually familiar with, but we're hoping to change that. Yes, so face equality, the definition kind
1: of varies, but down to its core, it's the fair and equal treatment of people with facial differences or disfigurement. So, it's basically just saying how
0: we treat people who look different than us, and why we should treat them equally. Love it. Love it. So, I know what you may be wondering, you might be wondering, is this really a big issue? Um, I saw recently, someone was campaigning for face equality, and someone else said, we really shouldn't be focusing on this issue at this time, there are more important issues we need to be focused on. But there's actually a long and messy history of discrimination against people with facial differences. Yes, there's been a very horrible history
1: of this discrimination that kind of got swept under the rug. Nobody likes to talk about it because it's uncomfortable and nobody wants
0: to acknowledge that it existed and that it still exists today. So I have a few facts about facial discrimination in history, and while it can be dated back, you know, centuries and centuries, we're gonna start with um, sort of more recent, I guess you could say. Um, and this is after World War One, So this is within the last century. After World War One, soldiers in Britain who were left facially altered Due to war, were actually encouraged to segregate from their communities because of their facial disfigurements. Oh, it's so horrible. It's so awful. You just so come from war, and you have to deal with the psychological trauma. Yeah. And, and now they're f- saying to you, "Hey, you have to go and f- be isolated," simply because they they look different. Wow. Crazy. What's even crazier is that U.S. cities such as Chicago actually had laws called ugly laws where people could be arrested if they looked facially different. And these laws were not repealed until 1974, which was less than 50 years ago. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. Yeah, mine too. It's crazy. So one of the reasons this is
1: so important to us If you don't know, I'm Liz, by the way, Mm. if you don't know her voices. I have a facial difference that I was born with. It predominantly affected one side of my face. And so I've had to live and see how people treat facially different people my entire life. Mm. So this cause is so important and so personal to us because of our experiences.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we actually took a a poll, I guess you could say, on our Instagram um, for people to ask us questions because I think face equality is something people don't really know where to start. Yeah, they have a lot of questions. There's a lot of confusion. Confusion, unknowns. Yeah. So we actually have a list of questions here. Some for Liz, some for me, some for both of us. Wow. Um and we'll just jump right in. So Liz, the first question is for you. Have you ever wished you didn't have Golden Heart Syndrome? I don't think I've
1: ever thought, oh I wish I didn't have it as a whole. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I wish I didn't have to go through certain experiences, Mm -hmm. but I'm a firm believer in like we all have a plan, our lives, you know, we go through what we go through for a reason. Absolutely. And so
0: I don't think I've ever wished that I didn't have it all together. Yeah. What do you think is the most challenging thing about the fight for face equality? I think, you know, we've
1: had to leave a facially different community, have mm-hmm. had to. Constantly repeat ourselves and saying we're just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think what's the most challenging part is that no matter how many times we say it or scream it, it still feels like we're not always heard. Mm-hmm. You know, we say you know we, we're just like everybody else, but the fact that we still have to constantly be explaining ourselves and justifying ourselves. I think it's most frustrating.
0: Yeah. This question is for me. Yes. I'll ask myself. I can ask you if you want. Okay. I'm sure. Yeah.
1: This one? Yeah. That one. Do you think people have treated you, Madeline, mm-hmm. better
0: than Liz? I really liked this question. I think it was really insightful. And the answer in short is yes. What... I think is the biggest thing is that people will come to me. People that are just meeting us will kind of pull me aside and say, Hey, what's the deal or whatever. And I think they're just trying to be respectful and tactful. But I think... I don't know. I think it would be, you know, you can speak for yourself and you can explain yourself. And I think you know, if people just took the time and maybe had the courage to ask about you and your story, it would be more meaningful, you know, because I, I don't have to speak for you. Right. You have a voice of your own. Right. Yeah. And also I, I think people are just, people don't have the courage to ask. Right. And Yeah.
1: You know, no, I I consider myself a pretty open person. Mm-hmm. So while some people may not like to answer questions, I love it. Yeah. You know, ask me anything you want. Yeah. Especially with kids, mm-hmm. I feel, and this is gonna sound a bit narcissistic, mm-hmm. but I feel like we have to teach them. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So come ask me questions. Yeah. Learn about why I look the way I do. Yeah. So that way, when you make a friend that looks like I do, Mm -hmm. you already know about it. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know what this is about. We don't have to go through
0: that whole awkward, what's the situation. Absolutely. We can just be friends. And, you know, specifically parents, if you're listening to this, talk to your kids. Definitely. You know, I've had kids come up to me and, and ask questions and you know you answer them tactfully and respectfully and then they know
1: and what's so funny about little kids is that they're very accepting
0: so accepting once they learn
1: yes they're very curious Mm -hmm. and so you have to answer their questions and fulfill their curiosity yeah
0: and then it's like oh okay and then it's no big deal It's no big deal And then you're just Liz Right Yeah Yeah So it is possible to create a world where facially different people are accepted and seen as equals to everyone else Yeah We can't do it And it starts with us Yeah And it starts with you And it starts with you <laughs> Um So how about we talk about how we can help Yeah I mean, it's really simple,
1: and I'm going to sound like a broken record, Mm -hmm. but just treat people who look differently with kindness, and treat them equally.
0: That's basically bottom line. Yeah. All you gotta do. Just be kind. Just be kind. We do sound like broken records here, but I think it's a message that we need to hear often, is just be kind. Yeah. I love it. We are going to um, highlight some organizations that are near and dear to our hearts that um, are helping promote the message of facial equality. One is Face Equality International. We love them. We love them so much. They're great. This is so
1: cool. It's a global international alliance between all these organizations all these different causes that boil
0: down to face equality. I love it. Great. It's amazing. And we will attach their website when we post this this podcast. Yeah. Um another one is faces. Love faces. Faces helped out our family tremendously. And so we just want to give a little shout out to them. Thank you, them. Faces. Um, and we will we'll be posting more resources on our social media. Definitely. And sharing stories of facially different protagonists. Absolutely. This is a cause, an issue that we hopefully will continue to talk about. Definitely. Because there's a lot to be said. Yeah, we gotta keep this conversation going. Absolutely. So if you have any questions at all, there's no such thing as a silly question. No. We just ask that you be kind. Okay. Um, Feel free to reach out to us. Definitely. We love to hear from you. We love to answer your questions. Yes, you can contact us on Instagram at Courageously Kind Podcast. Or our Gmail at Courageously Kind Podcast at gmail.com We got an email last night. It was the sweetest thing. Oh my gosh. It really made our night. You know who you are. Thank you for sending us that email. Thank you so much. It means the world to us. It means so much to us that People are listening and people care about what we have to say. It it oh my gosh, it just truly truly fills our hearts. It was incredible. Thank you so much. We'd love to hear from you guys. We do. Thank you for keeping these conversations about kindness going. Um little t-shirt update. T shirts are still coming, I promise. Mm-hmm. It's just taking a little bit longer than we expected. We got to see the design this week. We did. it looks so cool. I think you guys are really going to like it. We're so happy with it. Um, We will be doing a t-shirt giveaway once we get the the shirts. Yes, we need something to give away. We need to have them in order to give them away. Yes. But we will be doing a giveaway. Yes. Hopefully very soon. Yeah. Um, Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful week. Yes. We will see you back here next week. Very soon. Very soon. We love you so much. Remember to love yourself and to love each other. Absolutely. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. We love you. We'll see you soon.